0: Every runner has a story. What about you? What's your story? Running isn't easy. We've all overcome struggles to get to where we are. Maybe you're struggling now. What is it that stands in your way of reaching your full potential as a runner? And are you willing to do what it takes to get there? If you're not sure, listen to this story about how this runner overcame an obstacle that seemed absolutely impossible. And remember, if they can do it, you can do it too. What are your running goals? Do you need help recovering from a running injury? Do you need help developing a training plan? Maybe you've never ran before and you just wanna get started. Let us help you reach that big goal of yours. Here at BodySmart, we help runners maximize their performance and stay on the road. To learn more, ask questions, or to set up your first free appointment, go to BodySmartUtah.com or call us at 801-479-4471. Hi, welcome to Running Unbroken. I am Melody Bateman. We're here with Dr. Cameron Garber, and today we are interviewing Jill Griffiths. She is an elite Spartan racer and a personal trainer, and we're really excited to have her here today. So thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm Absolutely. super excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just finished a metabolic test, and that was super interesting mm-hmm. and fun. So and we're all... sweaty. And yeah. sweaty. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> I think the mask lines are
1: finally gone. So oh, yeah, good. yeah. So yeah no I'm mask glad. Lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: so yeah we're geeking out geeking out about the numbers so that's always fun so tell us a little bit about your background what got you into Spartan racing um that is a good question
2: I've always been into fitness um in fact like I can remember my first fitness class I can remember going to the gym with my mom when I was in eighth grade awesome I have just always like loved to move my body and and the fitness end of things and um by the time I was 19, like I was certified and teaching my own step class and had my step groupies and, um, and I knew I like, I knew super early that I wanted to have a career in fitness. Um, so I like all through college I was teaching. Um, and it's just, it's kind of always been a part of me. So as I kind of get I got a little bit, I think, tired of of teaching classes all the time and that Mm -hmm. and having to show up all the time. And so I started looking for ways like to challenge myself more as an athlete. Like I still wanted to show up for people because I love, love, love people. Mm -hmm. And I love working with people and I love helping people like know that fitness is not impossible. Everybody thinks fitness is so impossible.
0: Right. But it's really not. Yeah,
2: Yeah. And that it has to be like all about what you look like on the outside or whatever, but there's so many more facets to faucet, how you feel on the inside and how you're sleeping and how you're eating. And um once yeah. I I once I kind of got tired of that, I guess, I hit a point where I did get tired. I wanted to find who I was as an athlete. So I stopped coaching full time, like as much and I started looking in ways to challenge myself. And um oh, cool. Every year I just kind of looked for something new. So like one year I totally signed up for a bikini competition. I had never done anything like that in my life. That's so cool. It was petrifying. Like I was so scared half to death, but I kind of like to push my comfort zones a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I hired a coach, a really popular coach like nationwide. um, And I did that. And that was, like I said, it was terrifying. So that was one of my challenges one year. And then... Besides it being terrifying, how did it go? Did it end up being a good experience? Yeah, I actually, like I placed, it was... Awesome. It was, I mean, like that's kind of the end result. It was so hard. Honestly, harder than any Spartan race I've ever done. Like it was 100% nutrition every single day. It was the grind at the gym. It was cardio every day. It was... Like three weeks out, my coach called me and said, "Um, you're not ready. You're not going to make it to your goal. And I was like, oh, yeah, I am. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what that means. Like, there's no he's like, there's another show. It's like in six months, you can do that one. And I was like. No, I'm not doing this first thing for six more months. You don't get it. I'm like, tell me what it takes and I will do it. Yeah. And he's like, wow. you need to do this, this, and this. And in one week or one week out, I'll tell you if you're ready. And I'm like, I'll do whatever it takes. So wow. anyway, the next two weeks were super intense. Um, but that week before came and I sent him my pictures and um, told him everything. And he's like, okay, let's go. Which I come to find out, like usually that doesn't happen. Usually people he, you know, if if he tells you three weeks out, like you're not, you're not gonna go. Yeah, you're not gonna oh make it. Goodness. So that was that was the struggle, but I was like, there's no way I'm being perfect on my food for six more months. Like this is torture. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so hard was um, it like i've worked with a couple people who do those and it's like they have to eat at the same time every single day yeah. and like every single macro everything everything is, tracked. is accountable yeah you're accountable wow. for everything um
2: and i think as you get closer to this show your carbs drop terribly like mm. you are you mm. are basically living off of protein and minimal fat yeah and um yeah. so you, like, I felt terrible. Like, going up the stairs was hard for me.
1: When you even start dehydrating the last little bit, too, you right? start dehydrating. Yeah. And you. so it's like you're just feeling not yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, you've, like... I just remember I would have to get up and I'd have to go to the gym and I'd have to lift because you still have to lift hard because your calories are dropping and you don't want to lose muscle. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going on the stage for is Mm -hmm. to show the muscle, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd have to go push at the gym and then I'd go home and I'd like eat my measly breakfast and then I'd have to go back and do cardio. Oh, my goodness. And by the time I was done with those two things, like that's hard for normal people who are eating plenty of calories. Right. I'd go home and I was like, oh, that, that last two weeks, like really? Really. That's why when he told me at three weeks, I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was yeah, like, I am no so kidding. done. Yeah. Um, wow. So that's probably the hardest part is just the energy depletion for me. Yeah. That yeah, no, yeah, that
1: makes that's
0: sense. so interesting. Yeah, but it
2: was yeah. a goal and I was like, I'm doing this. So here mm-hmm. we go. Isn't
1: that interesting that kind of use your body as your own experiment? Yeah. Right? Like that, yeah. it's I kind of do the same thing. In, in other ways, but I'm always like, I wonder what happens if I start doing this for a while. And yeah. Yeah, it's interesting to kind of experiment.
2: I, I actually find that I learn better that way. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's totally. why now I have like teams that I take to Spartans and we do like the open together and it's like the best in the world. But I think if oh, I didn't have the experience of what it feels like to swing for monkey bars or yeah. to try to yeah. get over an eight foot wall, like how would I help someone with that? I am such uh, like I have to take it on yeah. to. To know how to teach people you yeah, know
0: so yeah i love that actually that's awesome um yeah i didn't mean to attract you from your story so after oh, after you did um the competition uh-huh then um, i
2: was like okay check that box we're not gonna go that way anymore <laughs> i need you some did performance it. goals <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i don't want
0: any more physique goals
2: I was too intense um but yeah so we we i competed i actually talked my husband into doing it with me so, and it was kind of like that's a funny story because um I hired my coach and I was like I was when I talked to him I'm like well, what if I just sign up my husband and my husband is not like he <laughs> he loves fitness and he loves the lift and he's like totally active but food like he is a sugar yeah. daddy like yeah. like oh <laughs> tracking is like oh no 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 he is yeah. not even that kind which He's kind of naturally, then, so he's lucky that way. But um, anyway, so I was like, I I signed up and I paid the money, and I was like, well, what if I just sign up my husband too? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I'll coach both of you. It, it's this much more, and I'm like, okay, should sure. I do this? And I was like, okay, let's just do that. And I didn't tell him. Oh my god! I I so love that. at the time, our <laughs> office was in the same room, and I like walk downstairs and I go in, and like our desks are like this, so we're like right in front of each other like I can look at him if I look past the computer screen you know and I was like uh-huh. honey um I just <laughs> did something and he's like what and I've been talking about this bikini competition for like six months that I wanted to go through it myself and mm-hmm. he was like you're crazy and da-da-da. anyway and I was like well I, I signed up for that bikini competition thing and he's like oh you did that's a huge step. that's awesome and I'm like yeah and I signed you up too. <laughs> and I, I like left the office and went straight upstairs. And I, I just like let it sit oh, there. No. And he was like.
1: Just let
2: that marinate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give it marinate. <laughs> and I knew he was that's like busy. So and so he came upstairs like, I don't know, like an hour later. And he's like, I can't believe you <laughs> did that. But I'm okay with it. And oh, I good. was like blown away. I was like, okay, good. Because that's really hard to do alone. Like
1: to yeah. focus oh, and totally. to change your whole life. I was like. Honestly, I think it's a good idea to do as a couple, too. Because you see that kind of sometimes tear marriages apart. Totally. That that kind of, like, focus, it can kind of become a selfish thing almost. Yes. So to do it together, I think, is a smart idea, honestly.
2: Yeah. No, it is a total selfish thing. Like, if I were to think about that four months of my life, like, I really had to go internal like my kids. Like, it was really hard, Mm -hmm. you know. And to know that we did it together, it actually, like, made our marriage so much better
0: yeah it's hard to explain yeah
2: Yeah, but we suffered together and hard days were hard together and we cheerlead cheerlead each other along the way and so anyway that's awesome he
1: He, um
2: he hated every (laughs) moment of the stage um we had like us like four spray tans in like 24 hours and like there was all (laughs) sorts of weird stuff that goes along with that um, and <laughs> I would say, like, for him, he did really good. Cool. He, yeah. He didn't love the experience, obviously. But he, um, yeah, he
0: got on stage and did the best that he could. So good for oh. him. Well, good yeah. for you guys for stepping out of your comfort zones. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, thanks. Thanks. But anyway, yeah,
2: once that was over, I was like, okay, I'm not doing that ever
0: again. <laughs> We're going to go to performance. It's time to,
2: like, find the athlete, you know. Mm-hmm. Cool. So that's when I – well, that was another surprise that I kind of told him about. It was January, and I was like, okay, I'm going to find something. And I, like, some friends at the gym were talking about Spartan Race, like this guy that I'm really good friends with. And um, I was like, yeah, Spartan Race, I can totally do that. I had no idea what it was, except for that you get to run in the mountains. Yep. You know, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds great. So I got online, spartan.com, and I was like, trifecta. I don't even know what that is, but I'm going to sign up for that. Oh, Come nice to find <laughs> out. Yeah, I was like, sure. And it's the trifecta is when you do their three races. They have three, a sprint, which is a 5K, a super, which is a 10K, and then their beast is a half marathon distance. Yeah. Um. So I signed up for that, and I signed up Corey, too, and he was, like, totally game with that one. He's like, this is more my jam. So. <laughs> Yeah. So that first year, we just kind of did it for fun. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, we still signed up for age group and whatever, did our best. Mm-hmm. Um, but those first three races were just, like, fun. Yeah, and it awesome. was the, I was like, this is way better than bikini competition. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: just got together mostly, then? Uh-huh, yeah, we like, did. Oh, cool. stuck together? Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. Yeah, that's we did cool. stick together. Um, and, yeah, it just, like I said, it just... I don't know. I'm kind of like, I love to have someone with me or around me or whatever. And he's always game for anything. So
0: that's super nice. nice. Yeah.
2: So our first year, we just, I just kind of, we just had fun. And then I had a coach, um, sponsor me and like paid for my training and paid for all that type of stuff. Cause we did pretty well, you know? Awesome. Um, and that next year I took it competitive and Corey still just does it for fun. My husband, but, um, that's when I went competitive with it. Cool. So, cool. Yeah. Now. I have beat him before. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's, and you know what? He's actually <laughs> humble enough that he'll admit that. But um, he, we, we haven't been able to race. We raced a couple weeks ago, and he didn't sign up in time. So he ran the Open. Mm. But, and I ran Elite. Um, so I don't know, but I think I could have beat him. Man. <laughs> he's more of a lifter. So. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah.
0: That's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So, tell us more about training with your husband. I just really love love yeah. this topic yeah, cool. and how it's yeah uh, brought you guys closer together and how that's been helpful to have him with I, you. you. You know what? It's
2: been a blessing. He, I've always, like I said, I've been teaching and coaching and training since I was nineteen. So it's always been a huge part of me. Um And he started working out as well in high school. And he'd work out mm-hmm. with his brother. His brother was a football player. And Corey was soccer. And you know, they'd go to the gym together. But then when you get married and, like, life gets super busy. Like, you used mm-hmm. to focus on career and different priorities come in. And that was him. Like, he just stopped working out. And I kept teaching and growing my business and doing stuff like that. But he, you know, he had different focuses. Mm-hmm. And um so he didn't work out for a long time. Like, probably 10 12 years or so really that's Mm -hmm. really surprising considering what i've heard of Corey. (laughs) i know i know and he like i said he's kind of he's like holds muscle naturally it's just kind of his genetics and his family so Mm -hmm. he didn't really feel that push to do it i don't think um but it was another january and all of a sudden he like is like i got a gym membership and i was like whoa okay that's great i want to go with you i want to come with you and and ever since then he which was probably like 15 years ago now he um he's been in the gym and so anything i ever do i always am like come do it with me like or if he awesome. wants to do something he's like come do it with me and i'm like yeah 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 so i would say like fitness and doing stuff together is a major part of our or of our relationship yeah, yeah. it's like it's serious glue And I love it, you know, it's, it's gives us something to talk about besides kids or problems or life, you know? Right. Is that
1: trickled down to your kids? Are they pretty active and stuff too?
2: Yeah. Um, they, it's funny. They're definitely their own people and they Mm. definitely have their own lanes, Mm -hmm. but like my 15 year old, I ran the open, the Spartan open with him two weeks ago. And he just was like pumped for it. He's been doing like going to the ninja gym, getting his grip on, and like he's on the treadmill. But he's doing it on his own, which Mm -hmm. for a long time, like it was kinda like, come on guys. Like they they obviously know that mom's like this psycho personal trainer and is always (laughs) running mountains. And like, you know, I would say that there was a time when they're not so into that, they're kids, you Mm -hmm. know? But to see my kids want to do that on their own, like there's no better payoff, you know? Without awesome. me saying, hey, you should come with me or, hey, you should do this. It's more like right. my son Benson is out on the treadmill on his own, you know. Yeah. That's super cool. So, yeah, it That's is fun. great. That's fun. And my youngest, Lily, she's 12. She is um, ballet. She does ballet. Awesome. Oh. So I kind of say, let's go hike. And she's like, oh, oh. mom. But she spends <laughs> hours doing ballet, you know. Oh. So there's that training balance for her, too. So mm-hmm. Totally. But, yeah. They all kind of like their own things too, which I yeah. support and love, oh, you know.
0: So yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you, Corey? Query- ever fight any fight stories because i just know me and my husband run together too and we and it has brought us closer together but we have had so many fights on the mountain when you are just tired and ornery and oh yeah
2: yeah (laughs) oh man if i were to even say that and i don't fight would be like so dishonest we are we're we're, our personalities are very opposite that's so funny but we're both both very like motivated and driven so there is definitely some heads that butt at times and that's Mm. like i i feel like marriage you have to be completely honest corey and i have been through counseling like i am Mm -hmm. open to anything if it makes me a better person and if it makes us a better couple yeah um but like there's been lots of times where i've had to rely on other people to come in and help or Um, things like that. But as far as an experience on the mountain, there's been many. Um, But in particular, I can think of one, that first year we did the Spartan. Uh We were doing the Utah Spartan and, um, we, it is like, we've already climbed the up, like the super hard part and it's Mm -hmm. July. Like it is so So hot. And. they have water stations like every, I don't know, however many, probably like every mile because it was so hot. Yeah. But every, every water station that comes by, that goes by, I'm like, "Uh, babe, are you gonna drink some water? Like, you're gonna (laughs) die if you don't. (laughs) And finally, I would ask him all the time. And finally, he's like, Jill, like, I know my body so well. I'm doing okay. And I'm like, okay, fine, (laughs) you know, like, okay, I'm knowing, you go know your body, but I'm going to kill you in just a minute when we climb this hill again. So like, I am kind of, we're doing these major switchbacks Mm -hmm. up Nordic Valley and I'm kind of in front of him and he's kind of behind and I can, all of a sudden I'm kind of seeing him start to suffer a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we get to the top and we go down and there's like hay that's covering the down. So it's like slick. Well, all of a sudden, he starts cramping, like, hardcore cramping. And he, and I'm, like, kind of being patient. I have my mustard packets. Like, mustard helps. The turmeric in it or whatever helps with cramping. And some different things. And, like, I'm, like, the water station's coming and whatever. So he's, like, totally touching it out. And Renny's, like, I'm okay. I'm okay I'm going to be fine. Just give me more mustard. I'm, like, okay, here's some more mustard. So I, like, take off you know i'm like i'm gonna go the next obstacle i'll wait for you there there's some water in there and some nutrition
1: mm-hmm. he
2: is like crawling like on his hands and legs like to get to the next obstacle and finally oh. i'm like i'm gonna go without you because you wouldn't listen to me so we're having like this totally like he's like in pain and i'm like bye i'm leaving because you should have drank water a long time ago but anyway it's like this total joke in our marriage because i always am like. Oh, how's your body feeling? Because you know it so well right now, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, good one," you know. That's so funny. So we joke about it all the time, but I love it. this, I know my body so well, you know. So, but he he's come around. He yeah. is like very accepting to any nutrition. I I'm a yeah. certified nutritionist. I went and got my certification a few mm-hmm. years ago. So. Maybe that helped. Maybe he's like, I don't know, you're legit now, so I can listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't so know. That's super yeah. funny. <laughs> I don't
1: love that. No, they're definitely, fatigue definitely makes the conflicts bigger, right? Oh, yeah. It's crazy how that Oh, happens. totally.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's happened a couple times to him, unfortunately. Really? however <laughs> he did just go like he did a huge backcountry he likes to backcountry ski with his brother
0: okay. mm-hmm.
2: and he's like Jill I have to be out for like eight hours and we're pushing hard like crazy elevation and stuff he's like tell me exactly what I'm gonna do what I need to do and I'm actually gonna listen this time and I'm like okay this is what you need to do what you need. and he came <laughs> home and he was like that was the best six hours like I pushed so hard So like nutrition is key. It's a, it's a breaker. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I honestly, so they, you've heard the phrase like abs are built in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think performance is often built in the kitchen, right? If we're Mm -hmm. dealing with stomach issues or things like that, like that's, that's what sabotages so many people on their run. Yeah. Either having too many bathroom visits or just bonking or all kinds of things. So much of that really yeah. is like how you fuel your body. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I see so many people that I, I'm thinking of these bike racers that uh, I know that for whatever reason they did load a job and they were going to bike the whole thing. But like the week before they heard of this new nutritional supplement. And so they decided a week to switch before? to that. Oh my goodness. For their, for their hydration. Yeah. Like the week before. And like, no. Never Why? tried that in, like, a long ride ever. And you and then you switch to that completely for your hydration for the race. And they all didn't finish. And it's like, <gasps> well, oh it kind of makes sense, right? And those like, lessons are so
2: it. hard to learn. I yeah. mean, you, yeah. you see people train so long and so hard. And then all because of water, yeah. they don't finish or they cramp up or, like, yeah. you know. And yeah. I think it's been really interesting living in that elite athlete world because – like, those type of things still happen. Yeah, You would think at that level, like, yeah. people would have it figured out and, like, they have peop- enough people around them, but well, yeah. sometimes the body just wants to do its own thing, even yeah. even yeah. if you're totally on point or whatever it may be, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I went to the Ironman World Championships at Kona oh, to sweet. volunteer in the medical tent and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And uh, it was amazing. I mean, these are all people that have won an event before, yeah. right? Like, these are some of the best. Tri- Ironman triathletes in the in the world and how many of them were still blowing up right. you know like you know the medical tank yeah. was like a mash unit yes. it was just oh my crazy. Gosh. yeah and it's like these people all have done this before like they know how to do it yeah fishing is like, hard Yeah. getting destroyed yeah and it, it's crazy it's so tricky and, and Kona is one of the harder you know races mm-hmm. it's a tough course and there's a lot of wind and heat
2: and, yeah. and
1: things like that so it's definitely a challenge by design um but it was that was amazing to me to see like, you guys should have this dialed in a little bit more than what it seems like you do. I know. You know, people with just severe dehydration, you know, IVs on half mm-hmm. the people coming in. And yes. This is crazy. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's interesting that even at that elite level, how important that is and how many people still struggle.
2: Still struggle. And I yeah. think that's what's interesting about the Spartan races is we are in icy cold conditions and then we are in... July heat in Utah in a mountain you know what I mean and like those are things uh, sometimes I see my open people and I'm like okay like they just they're like I don't know I don't even have a water on me I don't and I'm like oh (laughs) baby yeah Yeah, like you really do have to kind of pay attention and be prepared Mm -hmm. for worlds when we had worlds last time for um Spartan like when I woke up and I was in the gate there was three inches of snow on the ground
0: Oh and the day gosh. before
2: that, it was kind of like a sunny. Like the thunderstorm came in; it was rainy and stuff. But, but and that's at the base level in, in Tahoe,
0: you know. Yeah, so
2: I'm in the gate, and I'm looking around, and these like I'm with the elite female runners, and they're like, tank tops, just sports bras and shorts. And I'm oh seriously goodness. standing in like three inches of snow.
1: Yeah,
0: you know what Dang. I mean. But, and
2: I'm like, this is kind of when you shift that like mentality. I mean, you know, you're going to get warm when you're running. But mm-hmm. by the time we got to the top of that mountain, the windshield was the windshield was negative fifteen degrees, yeah. and oh. we had water. Gosh, like I, I was the ape hanger. It's an obstacle called the ape hanger, and mm-hmm. it's like a a ladder. It's like a monkey bar ladder rope that like you swing and like it moves, and it's kind of narrow. But right. underneath that is. Water, water with ice chunks like i when i got to that obstacle i was like oh, i was like ice chunks yeah and those were ice chunks like the oh ice, my
1: people gosh it up
2: yeah then, yeah like uh, they had to break up the ice because they set that course like five no. days ago
0: yeah, yeah. so they're up you know <laughs> chopping crazy. it away so um, you didn't fall in. Right. Did I, you see people fall in? Oh, there were terrible. people I fell in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My what
2: hands were so cold, so cold. And, oh, yeah. and, the, and the bars are metal, you know, so I got halfway oh, and the rope goes gosh. up like this. Like it goes up like a I don't know, you know, and then it goes that up like that. Up yeah, I'm again. trying mm-hmm. to tell them. But um, yeah it curves up and then curves up again, kind of like a little roller coaster. And, um, I got to that first one, my hands were so cold and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fall in this water. And I, and I did, I fell in the water and there was a ton of pros that they filled that obstacle too, because the conditions were just so poor and they left the race right then. They were like, I'm done.
0: Oh my gosh. Get me out of here. Yeah. Yeah, And they did. And it was
2: crazy to see like, even the high level, the professional paid, like all, there was many that, right. you know, sorry, wow, that were, yeah. yeah, or they're like, get me out of here. Like, wow. I'm, I'm wow. not doing this. So wow. when it comes to races, like you just, you never know what your experience is going to be. And yeah. then even more nutrition comes into it or what yeah. you're wearing comes into it or. Um, Yeah, let alone mental, like how you handle things. But um, yeah, gear. And Spartan is kind of tricky. Anything you start with in the gate, you Mm -hmm. have to end with. Mm -hmm. So I don't just get to like get rid of my jacket if I'm hot on the side of the road or even fuel. Like if I have fuel with me, it has to end with me.
1: Really, really all the fuel packets
2: have to you mm-hmm. can't
1: the side. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So genius I did not know that. For it cleaned up
2: afterwards. I know. <laughs> <right>? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and and like the open it's not like that, so it always doesn't end up like that. However, most racers are super awesome that way. Um but yeah, as an elite or an age group, you what you start with, you have to end with. Wow, so, that's so interesting. Yeah. Huh. Which things if it's heavy, it'll slow you down. So yeah. you don't that's why like yeah. the girls in the gate they're wearing a sports bra and just like shorts because if you're carrying yeah. a jacket and you get hot, like There's you gotta to deal tie with it. On somehow yeah. You know,
1: which wow. for obstacles is not ideal. No. You got something flapping behind
2: you. Yeah. Or if yeah. you're going under barbed wire that's like super low yeah. and it's catching on your clothes and you yeah. know. Oh my goodness. So. Yeah, that's fascinating. Really, um, to throw those really interesting things in there to make it you know that yeah. much
0: harder.
1: Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. No. It's fun. Fascinating races. The design of them is cool. Yeah. 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 How do we torture these people? Oh, basically, <laughs> that's basically a right. Spartan race. drink a quart of pickle juice. This yeah. Really and like, okay, let's design this race. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Or like, they do have pickle ju- juice on. You're yeah. like so thirsty, and it's like a table. Oh no, you need electrolytes. Here's some pickle juice, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah.
0: I cannot do that. Take my mustard yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got there mustard. You. I'm good. I'm good. So I want to hear more about your training. I think Spartan training is just fascinating because yeah. uh, I feel like I feel like a triathlon is really hard because you're mm-hmm. doing three different things. But I feel like a Spartan race is like training for a triathlon on steroids. Like right. there's so many things you have to train.
1: Well, and so many strength elements to it. Just yeah. Not yeah. just endurance elements. Like all three are of a triathlon are all like endurance-based. So like yeah. your heart and lungs are solid. Like It's just getting some of the nuances of the training. Whereas Spartan is like, Got to be like this multifaceted athlete, right? Yeah,
2: it, have... I tell you, as a trainer myself, like I've never been more intimidated than trying to get myself ready for Spartans. Yeah, just the mm-hmm. knowledge that it takes, um, uh-huh. you know, if you want to do it the right way, if you if you want to competitively um, approach Spartan that way, um, because like most most of the athletes, we have different a- or race lengths. Mm-hmm. I don't ever just compete in one beast, which is the half marathon, and do only beast. Like, I have to be ready for a 5K sprint. I have to be ready for a 10K sprint, which is the one I just did. And then I have a beast in two weeks. Yeah. So I have to be yeah. efficient at a 10K and a, and a half within four right. weeks.
0: Oh, my goodness gracious. You know? Yeah. yeah. So it is. It's, it's yeah, tricky. It's,
1: well, and so much of it, like, there's the strength element as well as the technique. So, like, getting up and over a wall definitely takes strength, but so much of that is technique
2: yes or or, you
1: you know certain of the the elements like knowing how best to attack that for you Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. that's that's tricky Right? Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> when do you get the opportunity to try an army crawl under barbed wire? Right? I know. Like, yeah, things like that. But like, how do I simulate this? I would training? simulate this at home. Yeah. 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 My garage gym. Yeah. 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 Uh, open the garage door just a little bit and crawl I under know. a bunch of times. Yeah. There you go. I know.
0: <laughs> it
2: is. It is tricky, but it's not impossible. And I think that is also a super important message, too, because um, it's funny how the our bodies just can adapt. Like, I have to be super creative with a couple of the things yeah. that I do. Like I have buckets totally. in my garage because there's a bucket carry. And mm-hmm. when people, I, I teach a Spartan class every Wednesday, um, just in my garage. And um, we do just a lot of grass bear crawls, you know, across the grass mm-hmm. and back to get them ready for um, for Barbara crawl. Or we do like, since I don't have any of a wall, We do a lot of just like I'll have them get at the end of something tall, like almost a chair or a couch or something. And they just practice pushing themselves up with both their hands, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So you definitely have to be creative. Like I don't have a rower, but I have a skateboard and I have a pulley in my gym. So I sit on the skateboard (laughs) with my feet up and we just like I have them go back and forth because a rower is a great, yeah, yeah, full body. So, yeah, you do have to be creative but at the same point it makes it like so fun too yeah. totally you know? yeah
0: so, oh, wow. lots would of hanging you, work
2: too
0: for sure what would you say are like the golden rules when it comes to training for spartan like what would you for someone who wants to get into spartan racing what are the golden rules that yeah. you tell them yeah um so i come
2: from a strength background and mm-hmm. we i'm a strength coach like that is my deal so when i got into spartan i had no idea that I would be competing against like national level runners, Mm. people who compete on that, like that elite running level. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think when like Corey's story, for instance, he is the strength too, like he's a muscle guy. So Mm -hmm. his body's not conditioned for endurance or be able to run 13 miles. Like my number one, recommendation if someone wants to get into spartan is start running okay get your run underneath you and it doesn't have to be a kill you don't have to be like incredibly fast Mm -hmm. that's not what it's about you just have to have the time right you have Mm -hmm. to be able to handle the time on your feet um and you need to be able to run and not all spartan courses are mountain yeah some of them are flat like the vegas one i just did was in sand and we had like rolling hills you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah so think about the race that you want to do and just kind of start training accordingly but
1: run, run oh, yeah.
0: okay it, that makes sense just
1: such a good total body workout it's mm-hmm. good for heart and lungs obviously which you have to have yeah but uh that just pounding of running is really good for building up kind of tendons ligaments joints and yes just general like fatigue ability
2: yeah so. yeah and and Spartan courses are trail, you know, you're on Mm -hmm. trail. So don't just stick to like the easy, right outside your front door, you know, like make sure you're getting at least one trail run in a week. So your feet can get you, your ligaments and tendons can get used to that rolling motion and what it kind of feels on your ankles to move around and you know, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So, but yeah, running and strength is super important. It would be running first, Mm -hmm. grip second okay because it's the yeah. worst thing in the world to get up and be like monkey bars dude i did monkey bars when i was like all through school and when i was <laughs> like 12 i killed him you should have seen me swinging and, like, you don't make it to the second one because we're adults now and right. things are heavier and, you know. Right. And then you fall into ice water and then it's 50 degrees outside. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and because you fall, you have to do 30 burpees. Like, what is mm. worse, training your grip or doing 30 burpees?
1: Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. yeah. We talked to another athlete that he said on his first Spartan he did, like, 300 burpees or something. Was that, like that. Jesse? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah.
2: So many burpees.
0: That is a <laughs> lot of burpees, actually. I <laughs> thought my...
2: I for
1: worlds
2: the first time I qualified for worlds um the course ended up being 17 and a half miles long which is Ooh. way longer than a, than a half marathon yes. yeah. yeah and I ended up with 240 burpees oh man yeah oh it was my first worlds gosh, experience that's so crazy and um yeah there was two spirit throws there was like two of everything super hard to yeah. just make you do burpees oh, and a spirit throw was like a 50 50 you know it's it's just a hard obstacle anyway <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 240 burpees. So wow, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> Get good at your burpees. There's not a workout that I do that does not include burpees in it.
0: Yeah. Oh, you know? I bet. Mm-hmm. Are you sick of burpees or have you learned to just accept oh, them? So that, <laughs> I kind of have, yeah, like I yeah. kind of have this little love-hate thing with them. Oh, okay. And I
2: think it's because I can do 30, like, yeah. I finally am to the point where I can do 30 and get up and run if I need to. That's awesome. That's awesome. But
0: that takes so many burpees oh gosh, to get yeah. to that point. I'm done after right. like five burpees.
2: <laughs> I know. And I like you really, it's like any muscle. You just have to build up that burpee you tolerance. To it. <laughs> yeah. <I don't>
0: <laughs> no, oh, it makes crazy. sense. Yeah.
1: Well, so uh, one question that I have, have you had any major setbacks? Anything that would be something that somebody said like, oh, you should probably stop. Don't do that anymore. You should probably stop. You're Mm. gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna yeah. Whatever. What what types of setbacks have you had?
2: Um, I mean, I go through injuries. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm getting older. I'm 42. Um, even two weeks ago, I was doing burpees, (laughs) weighted burpees. I was holding Mm -hmm. 30s on each side, so I was doing a 60 pound burpee. Probably not the smartest thing. Um, (laughs) but I really threw out my back. And Mm -hmm. I was I knew I was in trouble. In fact, like oftentimes when I'm doing like a single arm movement or something or, you know, when you tweak your back, you're like, oh, I felt that I should stop. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel that Mm -hmm. like I did. I went through my workout and I was fine. I was in my garage and I walked in to make my breakfast. Mm -hmm. And as I'm making my breakfast, my back Mm -hmm. just started. Yeah. And by the time like my eggs were done, I was like, oh. I'm in big trouble, (laughs) you know, like this is going to be a hard thing. And I knew I had my race coming up in two weeks. Um, So I think when injuries come, I've learned through lots of experience that you have to honor that. Like you really have to honor what's going on and what your body's telling you. I mean, I for seven days did nothing, even though I knew I had a race coming up. I honestly I I stretched and I rolled and did gentle movement, right. but I didn't see the gym. I didn't pick up a weight. Like, right. I didn't go on a run. I went on a couple walks once I, once I started feeling better because I knew movement was important for it, right. too. Yeah. And I did lots of heating, yeah. you know, like I just, True. I was on the couch with my heat pad on my back. Uh-huh. Um, because, But I think that's something that I had to learn.
1: Yeah. You know. I like that you kept moving. Like, that's yeah. Such yeah. A, that's such a key piece. Like. Definitely, we need to back off, but we can't stop altogether. Yeah. Right? You can't act like you're broken. You just have to treat it actively. Yeah. And then keep moving, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I love that mentality of, like, this is not me being broken. This is just a a minor setback. And if I attack it aggressively, I'll be right back at it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And if I don't do anything to compromise it more, like, bending over was a challenge. Yeah. You know, I I, I schedule an appointment with my um, sports massage lady like immediately because I knew blood flow circulating was going to be important. But, but man, I also like knew I needed to respect this one. Some you don't need to respect some injuries as much. You can just be like, oh, an ankle injury, I'm going to do upper body then, you know, or I'm going to, I'm not going to run. I'm just going to elliptical or sit on a bike or something. But I knew this one was a little different. So, yeah, yeah I kind of just respected it and awesome. gave it what I it needed, you know. Yeah. And then seven days later, I was able to race and did really well. So That's yeah. awesome. We
1: yeah. always tell people, like, the the longer you take to – I like that word, respect it. The longer you take yeah. to, like, treat it and be aggressive at treating it, the longer it's going to take to recover. If, yeah. you, if you start treating it within, you know, hours to yes. days, then it – only takes days to recover. If you take days to weeks, it'll take weeks to months to recover, right? Yeah. yeah. So the faster you like, hey, this is what I'm going to do, this is how I'm going to attack it, this is how I'm going to get over it, the faster you recover.
2: Well, and even like I have my clients I was just on Wednesday she's like, Jill, my quad, it's like Tears are coming down her face. She's telling me, you know, she's like, I, cause she's super excited to do her Spartan that she's the Utah Spartan in a couple months, but Mm -hmm. she's like my quad, it's just, it's such a setback. And I just, it's like making me depressed and I haven't done anything because of it. And I'm like, no, 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 Jess, like, I'm like, we have upper body we can do. I'm like go on a walk, like do a walk every day. That's not going to, you know, do anything to your, what's going on with your quad. It's just a simple pull, you know? But I think a lot of times people forget that. Like, oh, I'm injured. There goes my race. Right. Oh, I'm injured. Well, some
0: people just just use it as an excuse. They're like, oh, I guess I can't do it then, you know?
1: But uh, to me, honestly, our body responds to what we tell it to do. So Mm -hmm. if I keep using that quad, but just gently, use it enough to tell my body, like, I need you to get this better. Yeah. I need you to get it better strong and not weak. Like, so we're going to keep using it, but just in ways that don't make it angry. Yeah. Like, Then it gets better faster. And gets better strong instead of gets better weak. Yeah. And so I, I, yeah, if we use injuries as like this excuse to feel broken, then then we literally are broken. Mm-hmm. But if we if we take an in, an in injury and respect it and treat it appropriately, like we can keep moving forward. Yeah, and just
2: it's kind of like a plant and a pivot. You just yeah. like plant, and you're like, well, I'm gonna pivot and go this way just yeah. until I can get back where I need to be. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. there's no stopping needed. Yeah. Not, yeah. No yeah.
1: stopping needed. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well,
1: that's that's kind of become one of the themes of of this podcast is like how to keep running unbroken, right? Like how mm-hmm. to keep moving and keep doing things even though like everybody has setbacks, everybody has things. It's like how do I how do I pivot and keep moving? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And I I love that. I really do feel like even going through COVID and watching like my clients mm-hmm. and people like suffer. And, you know, their life was changed. They can't go to the gym anymore. They're stuck at home. Like there was so many. I was just grateful that I had a way to still reach them through Facebook and Instagram, like and all those things, Uh because it was a huge setback for so many people, you know, Um, and like everyone talks about the COVID-15 and blah, blah, blah. But like really there's no reason not to be able to keep moving even if you have a teeny space in your front room that's i know it's different than the gym and all the weights you're used to but mm-hmm. like that planting and pivoting mm-hmm. it is like it's a life-changing principle if you can just embrace that. that and allow the pivot to happen you yeah. know
0: um, yeah. i would really love that plant and pivot yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. so what advice do you want to give to everyone who's going to listen to this? Uh, Someone who wants to get into a Spartan or maybe someone who, you know, has a setback right now and they're struggling to get moving, what would you tell them? Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Not to give up, one, of course. Mm -hmm. But I I really believe in having mentor people around you, like surrounding yourself with people who will give you the support. And some days you don't need support. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, like, we we just need support. And as a coach, like, I really feel that. I think it's a part of my job that I absolutely love. Like, I have mm-hmm. a um, an eight-week program that I do on repeat just every eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And it has been, I feel like there's success there because on the days that people are not wanting to continue to see their goal or their motivation is dropping because their discipline isn't where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. I can still teach them. No, no, no. It's just, it's okay. Everybody has a bad day. Like there's, Today, mm-hmm. you're just going to focus on your water if you can't get out and run. Today or tonight, you're going to focus on getting eight hours of sleep because last night your kids kept you up and you didn't get to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. it's not an all or one or all or nothing.
0: Yeah, It
2: is really a mindset that is surrounded by principles that drive discipline, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Motivation comes and goes. You know, mm-hmm. and but discipline, like if you can embrace what it takes to get where you want to go, whatever that goal may be, whether it's a 5K or a Spartan or being a better person or even in business, like no matter what it what it may be, uh-huh. have a mindset and then find the people around you that can help you or challenge that mindset. You know, I love that
0: yeah. it's all about the mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So if people want to follow your athletic journey or if they want to learn more about your coaching, where can they find you? Um, I am probably most active on Instagram.
2: Okay. So yeah, Jill Griffiths with an underscore after the S. Okay. Um, but I'm like I'm super open to emails and like people text me all the time too and cool. that okay. type of stuff. But as far as like public, probably Instagram is yeah. Cool. More okay. mostly. Yeah.
1: Awesome. So. so reach out on Instagram Jill Griffiths underscore at the end. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, definitely reach out on Instagram, and then yeah, yeah. you can get in contact. and awesome. Yeah, ask yeah. So me cool. questions. I'm always
2: happy to help or answer any questions, Spartan or non-Spartan related, just
0: anything health and fitness, like, I love it all. So Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in. We yeah. really enjoyed getting to know you Thanks better. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Don't forget to like, follow, share, comment, subscribe. Share this with somebody who you feel like could use this message today, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Running Unbroken. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And reach out if you or someone you know has a story to share.